0: The wait is over, baseball fans. Bryce Harper has found a new home in the city of Brotherly Love in Philadelphia, signing a record deal, $330 million over 13
1: years. That's a long contract. What do you think, Greg? Uh, It is a very long contract. And the caveat (laughs) to all of that, Brad, is there are no opt-outs, and he has a full no-trade clause. You guys are stuck with him. Yeah. So if he he doesn't pan out or if he gets injured and has to deal with all that stuff, then – He's gonna be a Philly. Uh, hey, you got what you want. Yep, Philly's got what they want. They landed the superstar uh, that came out on Thursday. Um, finally, the long wait is over. I can't believe it lasted this long, uh, but you know it's a crazy, crazy thing. People were saying how how messed up the free agent market was because these players didn't sign, and yet here's Machado and Harper signing mammoth, mammoth deals. Uh, so, what was your initial reaction when you heard the news? I mean, were you surprised? My initial reaction
0: was that I'm going to be 45 when the guy gets done with his contract <laughs>
1: in Philadelphia, uh,
0: sure. which is crazy to think. Uh, my mm-hmm. my son that was just born this year is going to be a teenager <laughs> in his contract. My so, goodness. This contract you only seen like the <laughs> NHL. Yeah. But um, I uh, I think this contract is can go either way. I think depending on how you view a success. Do you view the success as? Do the Phillies win in the next 13 years? If they win six or seven division titles and get the two World Series, is that a success? Or do you think when the last five, six years, Harper's not himself and he's really going downhill and he's failing, do you think is the contract's a failure? It depends on how you want to judge it, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think this is a very crazy, out-on-the-ledge deal that gives somebody money just because no one is ever going to trade for this contract uh, analytics say players reach their prime their best year is going to be their 25 or 26 year old year which is crazy how early that is but that's that's the stats
1: mm-hmm. um, and now that's you got changed. this guy that's changed yeah, in recent years because he used to be 28, it's so 29, much 30
0: now, yeah. it's, now it's your 25 and 26 year old year is going to be your best year wow. so the fact that he's going to be getting all his money when he's between the ages of 40, 45, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. As a Yankee fan, I, I can say I'm relieved the Yankees did not give out this kind of contract.
1: I agree. I agree in that sense. They dodged a bullet here. It would have been nice to get either Machado or Harper on a high annual average short-term deal and get them while they're in their prime. Uh, but that's that's the thing with baseball now is is these players, they don't they don't care about who they play for. Or what city they're going to. All they care about is how much the contract is for and how long it is, because they want to make sure they have uh, they have a job in eight years. You know, baseball is such a delicate sport with players, where as soon as you have a down year, you're not. You might not find that you might not have a job. That's and it's kind of like the that in any. It's kind of like that in any sport, but um, baseball is also a different sport in the sense that you can play it almost into your forties. Basketball, maybe. I mean, you see Dirk still playing, and hockey uh it's rare you have the, the it, 40, happens though. it happens but baseball is a little bit more common players where players play till they're almost 40 years old so you want to make sure you're not you're settled you have a family you don't want them to be bouncing around moving around every year going to a different city so i can see why they want that but it's like it's it's very rare that you see it in other sports so with that said you know I'm i'm a little surprised that the phillies You know, gave out a 13-year deal. Like you said, you and I are going to be 45 when when he's when he's done with this. That's crazy. Um, You, it's never been done before. The highest, the longest contract has always been 10 years, I believe. Uh, And there are a couple of those still being, you know, still still, being played out. Right. Yep. Cano is one of them. Now you got Machado with a 10-year deal. Uh, So it's it's surprising. It's surprising.
0: Yeah. so, like I said, it depends on as Philly fans what what you see is, is a success, As a success, mm-hmm. uh, the organization I don't think wanted to go into the season missing out on all three of their big free agent targets, so they do what mm-hmm. they had to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and spend
1: stupid I, money, right?
0: Stupid and it money. was stupid, if you ask me. But I think Philly fans are loving it. They're loving it right now. Mm-hmm. They're seeing Bryce Harper who's gonna be wearing number three, mm-hmm. playing in, in in their uniform. It's mm-hmm. so, like that they wanted. Um, so, with this being said, now, does this change things in the East? Are the Phillies not seen to beat with all the trades and signs they made?
1: Well, I think this puts them at the top of the division. They made some really good moves already this offseason. They signed uh, uh, obviously Harper, but they signed uh, one of the top relievers in the game, David Robertson. They signed a quality outfielder, in Andrew McCutcheon, who had a nice bounce-back season last year with, between the Yankees and Giants. Uh, they traded for Gene Segura, who's one of the the better middle infielders in the game. Yep. Uh, and they also traded for one of the best catchers in the game, JT Real Muto. So I think their core of defensive players is really solid. I think outside of that, uh, the big question is going to be their pitching staff. They, Absolutely. Have Aaron, they have Aaron Nola, which you and I have talked about in previous episodes. Um, he's their ace right now, but outside of him, they really don't have much. They The, the guys that yep. they have have to... Have to you know prove that they can do it, but with this kind of lineup, you know they're almost like Yankees East and Yankees NL. You know they have a stacked lineup, probably going to score a lot of runs. So that may take them. They may work to their advantage. But you got also remember the Mets have improved this year, uh, although they they are the Mets, so they'll probably fizzle out at some point. And the Met Nationals are still a good team. They always have been have a good team. And National the Braves, League still got better even without Harper. Yeah, even without Harper. And then you also got to look at the Braves. The Braves won the division last year. The Braves yeah. have a young core, just like the Yankees are starting to build, and and they can only get better. They have good young pitching. They have good defensive, I mean, good batting, you know, position, position players. players. That's the yeah. one I'm looking for. So the NL East, I think now, has become between the NL East, NL West, and the AL East. Those are the three most competitive divisions in, in Major League Baseball right but now. The NL East definitely, I think, is the best division now because they have
0: four out of the five teams, like Jimmy, that can win the division next year. Mm-hmm. Yankees have two, maybe three, if you want to throw in Tampa. And, and I
1: would throw in Tampa, but Baltimore and Toronto aren't going to be in it.
0: That issue. brings the division down. So I, I mm-hmm. think NL East now by far takes the cake for the hardest
1: division mm-hmm. in baseball. It would be interesting to see how that stacks out. I think just like um, last year with the wild card, uh, it's going to come down to one of the last games. And I think both – this is just a guess, but this is my projection – both wild card teams from the NL – are going to come from the, the the east.
0: Yeah, I agree. Because you look at the West, I see the Dodgers winning that division still. I don't think – Colorado. I think actually took a step back even with the mm-hmm. signing of Aaron uh, the,
1: the Central. I mean, well, now now you think about it, the Central is pretty competitive between the Cubs, Cardinals, and Brewers. But the they're Brewers not. Brewers they just didn't do
0: anything in the uh, in the postseason. Like they
1: didn't.
0: No. They had no pitching. Like they had pitchers last year that should have pitched career years. And I don't think that's gonna that's gonna repeat itself. The Cubs didn't get any better. They didn't spend any money, and last year was disappointment. Maybe they'll bounce back. Maybe they won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and who are you going to give the division to now? Like uh, outside of I mean, the Cardinals, definitely one of the most improved team of the offseason. They are. I gotta... well, they
1: picked up. They picked up Paul Goldschmidt. That's a big bat yeah. right there. And they always have good, good pitching. So I think the Cardinals have become the favorite in the NL Central. I agree. And I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be a battle between. And the Reds got better. The Reds improved. They got a, lot. a little better.
0: they had a long ways ago, but they got, compared, got better. Compared to how
1: they were, they've gotten a lot better. Uh, but no, you're right. NL East becomes the most competitive division in the National League, and I stand by my projection. Both both wildcard teams are going to come out of the the East.
0: That's that's what I'm thinking too. I still think Washington wins that division. I think they're the, just the best all round team myself.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: We'll see. I mean, the pitching for the Mets, if they can actually stay healthy for an entire year, which we've never seen, they might be able to shut teams down and win low scoring games. I I don't know.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Mets already have two big injuries in Todd Frazier and the guy they signed. um, Crap, I forgot his name. uh, I don't know. The infielder played for the A's, Jed Lowry. Oh, Lowry! Right, right, right. Yeah, he got hurt. So, you know, that's that's a big thing. And that's why we said in past episodes, count your blessings being a Yankee fan that no one's gotten injured yet because you could be dealing with this stuff right now leading into the season and you want everybody to be healthy so again back to the Phillies I still think that they're gonna they're gonna give whoever is leading the division if it's not them a run for their money they, they have a stacked lineup okay it's so like you said because down to their pitching and their bullpen mm-hmm. I don't know um... I don't know if they're. I think the Phillies
0: still would have been better off signing Keiko and Kimbrough instead of signing mm-hmm. just Harper. But
1: mm-hmm. we'll see. I it, at the batting order going gonna have to score a lot of runs. Yep, I agree. Uh, so back to uh, Harper. You know, did the Yankees miss out? And they missed way. out on a
0: great player, but I, not if this is what Harper was holding on for, which he said he was in the very beginning. A long amount of years, and a high, some somewhat high AV. I, I,
1: I don't want. I don't want this contract. I know. I know. We would. We would fall into what's going to happen to Machado if he ends up staying with the Padres. Uh, we would fall into the same pattern as uh, when A. Rod was a Yankee, waiting for him. To, and now with Ellsbury, especially Bryce Harper has had a lot of injury problems over the course of his short career. So, could that be a problem once he gets up into his 30s? Absolutely. And if he can't stay healthy, and you're paying him 25 million, 22, 25 million dollars a year, at the at the end of this contract, it's going to be an issue. And you're not going to be able to trade them, like you said, because no one's going to want to pay that, and they're going to be expecting no. Philly to pay a good chunk of it, which they probably won't. Right, so, right. So Philly's speaking of how in. much they're paying, is, is Harper
0: worth this money?
1: Nope. No, no player is worth over three hundred million dollars, in my opinion. Maybe Mike Trout, but I think it's absurd that there's these contracts out there. And the only reason it's like that is because these teams, the owners, make so much money that that right. they, the, the players have to, you know, it has to go somewhere, and it has I to. Will, never fault the players for getting the money because they're nope. the ones that are doing all the work and I, they don't get it I to the
0: owner's money. Now, the the one thing that can happen is if ticket prices, food prices, souvenir prices for fans go down, then everything comes down. But That's just not going to happen because people no. are going
1: to keep paying but it. The day Harper signed, ticket sales
0: skyrocketed for the 30s. Yeah. So that's not going to change. So I'd rather have the money go to the player than the owner. Uh, that being said, is he worth this much money? The funny thing is that it's so different in baseball. So, in the NFL, your last season before you become a free agent is very, very important because that's what you're judged on. Baseball, mm-hmm. it, last year, Bryce Harper did not have a good year. And no one's really worrying about that too much. They said, well, the, his agent got in his head, told him he hit more home runs this year. Mm-hmm. So, that's what he's trying to focus on. So, he's swinging at balls that you shouldn't have been swinging at. He expanded the zone. Mm-hmm. Um, they looked at the first half of his career, which is so, so different in baseball.
1: But, mm-hmm. but it used uh, to be like that, what you were saying when football. It used, to be, the last it used year. to be like that in baseball. Players would be judged on their next contract, like maybe two or three years ago. But now, like you're saying. It's computer data it, now. It's it's data, and, and you're factoring in, in his age. He's still young. He's just getting to his prime. Players, I mean, people are projecting him to have do big things. And that's what's about gotta,
0: projections. It's all, yeah. I forgot what player said this during his offseason. And he said, it's not. Up to no one looks at what you did. Everyone they put your name in a computer and it projects what you're gonna, what you're going to become, and that's what you get paid on now. And players don't like it, but that's that's baseball now. Sounds like something Verlander would say. It might have been Verlander. (laughs) I I don't know. Uh, Uh, So, do you think Harper lives up to this contract in Philly? Because you know a lot of these players get these big contracts, like rod Mm -hmm. They turn, they, they get a lot of pressure on themselves. They turn to things like steroids because they, got, they have to a lot of pressure on the horns. Do you think Harper thrives in Philadelphia, or is it going to be a little bit of a learning curve here?
1: I think it's going to be a little bit of a learning curve. I don't think the Phillies were his first choice, obviously. Uh, but with that said, they gave him the most money, so obviously they showed him enough to want him to play there. Uh, it's going to be an adjustment. Uh, I mean, he's going to a division rival now from the nationals. So he's, at least he's playing all
0: the same teams though. And the same yeah. ballparks. That he's always yep.
1: has. That's true. He has, he has had experience at all these ballparks. So probably get booed a lot now when he goes to Washington, yep. uh, actually he'll probably get booed a lot when he goes to a couple different places like Dodger stadium or San Francisco. Well, he wanted like, to be a Dodger. I mean, that's, yeah.
0: If he had his choice, if Dodgers offered mm-hmm. him the same contract, he'd be in LA. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. I read that they offered him 11 years and, just around 300 million. So,
0: and and let's not get the Washington deal confused. Washington gave him a deal for 300 million, but so much of it was deferred that he wasn't getting very high A V now, and he wanted money now. So, right. I think Washington knew he was going to accept that contract. They just mm-hmm. gave him that. No one he was going to decline it, just that they could say he tried.
1: Well, I would have loved to seen him go to L.A. or uh, San Francisco. Actually, yeah, you know, a lot of people give San Francisco a lot of grief because that's not a very hitter friendly ballpark, especially for left-handed hitters. But, you know, Barry Bonds was able to hit home. Runs. I just going
0: to say, didn't, didn't bother Bonds. Yeah. And Harper's so, supposed to be
1: just as good. So why wouldn't it affect him? Uh, but, you know, and the, the Giants needed a, a big player to sign with them. The Phillies didn't necessarily need it. They still have a pretty solid lineup. Uh, but I don't think there will be as much pressure on Harper and Philly as as a place like New York or LA would have been, I think he hits still gonna hit a ton of home runs. Philly's a very hitter friendly ballpark. Yeah. And um, you know the Philly
0: fans are I think just as bad as New York fans it's mm-hmm. probably worse than New York fans Yeah.
1: Honestly. Well there's that. And then um you know with the Universal DH likely coming to the national league in the in the near future, he'll be in the national league and he'll be DHing probably towards the end of that c- contract. So I, 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 think, I think, think this works I think this works out very well for him. I, think I agree. He, he will be he at the a D.H. By
0: the end of this deal, he'll be at D.H. in the National mm-hmm. League. And that's who he'll be. Mm-hmm. I think the Philly, you know, Philly's had to know that
1: to give him this, that many years. Yep, absolutely. So with that said, uh, do you think he finishes this contract as a Philly? I do. I
0: I, I, like I said, I don't think any team's going to want to trade for this. When it comes to the point where Philly wants to trade him, it's just going to be too late in his career. I see this as like a uh, Miguel Cabrera type of deal where Cabrera, it's just going to right out into the sunset on a team that's going down
1: here by the end of his career. I, they might not. I don't know. I don't know what the direction of Philly's going to be mm-hmm. in 13 years, but I don't think he's going anywhere. Right. I agree with you. I think a lot is going to hinge on what happens with the next CBA agreement. I think that could, whatever they come to, you know, I think that could have an impact on a lot of these players with these long-term contracts um, and whether or not they finish these contracts out in these places that they've picked. Um, but I if things play out the way they are right now, I I believe that he will be a Philly when he retires, and he'll probably get his number retired, and he'll probably be a Philly in the Hall of Fame. Because- now, one
0: thing that's important though is that he's only getting like I think A is only like 25 million. So, mm-hmm. ten years from now, if Dodgers or Yankees or maybe even the Nationals want to bring him back, any of those teams need a DH. Mm-hmm. And at that point, contracts are probably gonna be over 400 million, so it might be a bargain to bring mm-hmm. him in as a DH.
1: Well, when, when you see the likes of Mike Trout and Mookie Betts are going to be free agents in the next couple of years, um, if Trout doesn't get a contract more uh, more annual value and longer or or greater number than Harper, I would be very surprised. Trout is easily, hands down, the best player in the game right now, Mookie Betts isn't far behind. I hate saying that because he's a Red Sox, but it's it's true. He he's, is a good, he's, good, he's, he's a good ball player. Really he's good. been around a little bit longer than Aaron Judge. So I I would like to see Judge get closer to that level. He's got to bring down the strikeouts, but that's a different conversation. Uh but those players should have a, a bigger contract than than Harper, especially when you mentioned that last year Harper did not have a good year. Was a down year. Um so do you think
0: it's do you think it's inevitable that in two years we see an outfield in Philadelphia that has Harper and Trout?
1: It could happen. We know Trout's from from the New Jersey Philly area. Uh, he's a Eagles fan. It could happen. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh That'd be gotta, the numbers gotta be right. That would that would put the Phillies over the top. They would they would be in almost in Yankee territory with a sense that they're expected to be in the playoffs and expected to win. Yeah. No, I, I, I think it's gonna
0: happen. I think it's gonna be
1: pretty crazy. The thing with Trout is he cannot stay in Anaheim. He can't. It's, it's, be it's actually a disservice.
0: Career. It's a disservice to baseball because nobody's watching this, possibly the greatest player of all time, and mm-hmm. no one's getting to see him play. Mm-hmm. And are not no going one, to
1: playoffs anytime soon either. No, so. and he has no one around him. And I, I he, he has Otani, but you know, you know how you and I feel about him. We don't care. No. <laughs> uh, and you know, it doesn't help him because he doesn't play every day. So, right. so you're not drawing as big of a crowd. Uh, but so. With that said, is there still a free agent problem after these big contracts are being handed out?
0: I think I did some thinking about this, and I think I'm shifting from a free agency problem to a tanking problem because that's the problem here. Players are still getting their money. We saw that Machado and Harper; people, they still got their value. That was what they should have got, and they got it. I think Machado got even more than what he should have got. Yeah. What the problem in free agency is? These players that have been serviceable their entire careers, like an Adam Jones, are not getting jobs because there's so few teams that are looking to add veteran players because Mm -hmm. the the feeling around the league is if you don't have a young crop of energized players that are between the ages of 20 and 27 – you're gonna lose. So you might mm-hmm. as well just start rebuilding.
1: So I think absolutely. it's
0: a tanking problem. It's it's a problem that not enough teams are trying to win right now. Mm-hmm. More And, if, free you, and if you look at,
1: at what you just said, you're absolutely right. And the teams that can afford these players that are serviceable don't need them because they don't they have they already have players. Like the Yankees, they don't need Adam Jones. They have a center right. fielder now. They have a full outfield. You know, the Red Sox don't need outfielders. It's just that's the big problem, and you're absolutely right. And that's why I think uh, in a previous episode, you and I had talked about maybe setting setting a minimum payroll and yeah. creating a penalty for teams to incur if they don't meet the minimum payroll and prevent tanking. Tanking needs to be avoided. That's that's been an yeah. issue, and it's been no more. I mean, it's been more of an issue now because because of what you're seeing with these free agents, and it's terrible. It really is. Adam Jones should have a job. I mean, the somewhere. Orioles back in the, back in what the day, I guess I say back
0: in the day, I don't know how long, <laughs> long it was, but the Orioles could have re-signed Jones. They could have added Moustakis. They could have added Corbin. They, mm-hmm. cu- they could have made themselves not a hundred lost team, but they're going to be a hundred lost team again. Same in Toronto. And I'm just naming teams from our division because that's the teams I know. Mm-hmm. Toronto could have added uh, Moustakis at third to take over for Donaldson. They could have added mm-hmm. uh, Jones to the outfield. They could have added, uh, they could add Keiko and Kimball right now and become already, uh, 80 win team, I guess, but that's just not going to cut it. So they don't
1: do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. It's it's sad. Uh, I mean, if you remember, not too long ago, the, the Orioles were always at the. I mean, they were battling the Yankees and Red Sox. It wasn't the Rays. Um, they they lost the Yankees in the what the 2013 ALDS. Right. Yeah. Wasn't that long that, ago? No, it wasn't. And they yeah. they still have. Well, most of that core is gone now. Machado's gone. Scope's gone. But they could have added to that instead of. Tank and Weeder the, the was supposed to be the next big catcher in baseball. His yep. career never really well. He got he got didn't hurt. much, and then he now he's out it. in what? He went to uh, Washington, and then he just signed somewhere else. Just signed somewhere else. That's what I was trying to think of. But anyways, it's a National League point. team. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a National League team. Uh, but yeah, so no, there's not so much. You're right. There's not so much of a free agent problem as there is a, a, an ownership and tanking problem. And I really hope that in the next CBA the Major League Baseball addresses this in some some manner because as a fan of a team that doesn't tank I would also I guess we're lucky but I also like to see when those small market teams like when the Royals went on their run you know that was nice to see but they tanked to get there same with the Astros they tanked to get
0: And they're do- and they're doing it again. The Royals are doing it again.
1: Yep. Twins are doing it now. The A's were doing it. You know, it's it's crazy. The Marlins are the Astros
0: going to be able to afford to pay Springer, Correa, Atuve, Bregman? I don't know. I don't think so. Probably not.
1: Maybe one or two of them, but not all of them. So they'll have to go back to doing what they did before. And then those guys, when they hit free agency, same with the Indians when Lindor and uh, Jose Ramirez hit free agency. Although they locked one of those guys up, I think for a little. I think Lindor signed an extension a couple years ago. But that might be a more common theme now. You see guys getting close to their their arbitration years, and instead of them getting to free agency, teams offer them more um, team-friendly contracts before they realize what their worth is. I agree. So I
0: think we're in agreement. It's a a tanky problem, not a free agency problem. The money's there. Mm, And, and, And the owners will give it out to players they see fit, but it's not as many owners that it should be.
1: Right. I agree. So with that said, Bryce Harper is a Philly. Um, he should be reporting to spring training any day now. Uh, I know the Yankees play the Philly soon. I wonder if he'll make the trip from Clearwater to Tampa, which is, i got to be honest, a 10-minute car ride. It's, it's, <laughs> it
0: depends on what shape he's in. I know Machado's making but, his debut
1: today. So. Yeah, and he signed a, over a week ago. So um, with that said, you know, tell us what you think about the Bryce Harper signing. Uh, Do you think he, are you surprised he's a Philly? Are you, uh, what do you think about the tanking problem or the free agency problem in major league baseball? Let let us know in the comments section. Uh, Tell your friends about us. We're on uh, YouTube under Yankee chatter, subscribe, click the link whenever you see it. We always put it out there. Uh, We're on all the social media networks, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, search Yankee chatter. We'll pop up. We're out there. Just got to find us and take us with it with you everywhere you go. Uh, because we're on iTunes under the podcast section, just search Yankee Chatter. We have twelve episodes now, so there's plenty of content you, for you to to catch up on. And let us know what you think. Honestly, yeah. we love to have a good yep. conversation. Nice short episodes for
0: full, fully full, full of uh con fully full. That's funny. Uh, full <laughs> of contact, uh, big punch.
1: You know, it's it's good stuff to listen to. It if you want to just you know stuck in traffic mm-hmm. or driving home. Just tell us what you think. Yep, and we try not – I mean, we talk about the Yankees, but we try not to make every episode about the Yankees. We like to talk about Major League Baseball as a whole uh, just to, to get more people involved uh, because the Yankees are a part of Major League Baseball, and it's it's important to talk about things outside of the Yankees. So let us know what you think. Uh, subscribe, follow, everything and all the above. Uh, we appreciate you watching. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Greg Andriano. You can find me at Andriano. Zero 05 on Twitter, and this is my colleague up north.
0: Uh, yeah, Brad McCormick. You can find me at
1: Bradder Chatter 1 on Twitter. Excellent. Well, thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Hopefully we got some exciting Yankee stuff to talk about.
0: Right, see you next time, Yankee Chatter.